to our most recent episode. <laughs> Which we think is number six, but we have to double check. <laughs> um, so if you guys listened to our last episode, you'll know that we posed a challenge for ourselves to talk about meeting guys in real life. Um, and this kind of came up in conversation like really just like in the real world when we would like see hot guys and freeze and be like, how the fuck do I talk to them? Right. And um, I would always like text you when I'm at a cafe and ask for advice and like, I don't want to do and don't do anything. So we gave ourselves this challenge and it's been, it's, we did not do an episode last week. Right. So it, it's been two weeks. Right. Two weeks for this challenge, which we did need. We did. <laughs> um, we're here to kind of like tell what happened. Um, so first off, yeah. we did both complete the challenge. I will say that. So A for effort for both of us. Yes. We did meet guys, new fresh guys in real life within the last week. Yes. Um, coincidentally, they were both on the same day whilst out together at the same bar. <laughs> but not, but not but really not together. together. Like, separately. Just yeah. at the same bar. Mm-hmm. Um, but this bar was filled with, like, you know, cute douches out in the city for St. Patty's. So right. It was, it was bound to happen. Let's set the scene. Let's tell the story. So, it's St. Patrick's Day, and if you don't live in New York, it's a massive deal. Yeah. It's, uh, it's one of our biggest holidays. There's a big parade. Uh, it ever- happened to fall on a Saturday this year, oh, so yeah. I think even more people were out. Yeah. Um, I, I haven't been out for St. Patrick's Day since I was in high school. So, yeah, this was, same. like, awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, tons of people out. Tons of people out in their 20s. So it was kind of a, a great weekend. If you're going to meet anyone in real life, it should be on a national holiday. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and furthermore, a day drinking one. Yes. Um, so we briefly told a story, pre-drinking a little. You met us at the bar. Right, right. Yeah. So I met you guys there. I had one drink at home, so I was not all boozed up yet, mm. um, which maybe I would have met my guy sooner if I had, <laughs> but um, not too bad overall. So I think you met yours chronologically first. Yes. So I walked in and my go-to is like, look at the tallest guy in the bar and like, that's him. (laughs) (laughs) So um, that was the guy and he was with his group of friends. I was with my group of friends and I remember coming back to you guys. I was like, oh my gosh, I found a guy like, cause I was scoping out the scene while everyone was ordering their drinks. I already had mine. And I was like, I found a guy I like, but like, I have no idea how to talk to him. And then someone said, like, it was me. It was you? Okay, thank you. I was like, hey, the bouncer said that there's a back bar here. And then you were like, oh, my God, that's perfect. And just ran away. And I was like, perfect for what? Perfect for a conversation started, (laughs) which is all I needed. So the way I started talking to him was by talking to his group of friends. So I went up to all of them. And I was like, did you guys hear about this open bar? And then I was kind of talking to them as, like, a group of people. And then, like, zeroed in on him. Right, right. And then we kind of hit it off on purpose because I wanted to. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, he was, like, cute, and we exchanged numbers, and then my friends left the bar, so I left with them. Um, We ended up reconnecting later that night when we um, were at, like, the last bar, and I gave him a text, and then I ended up taking Uber to his place and having an adult sleepover. Ooh. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So successful overall. So it was successful, yeah, and it was, like, for, I mean, not, like, 
we're dating now. It's not the end of the story. I mean, like that the story ended on St. Patrick's Day morning. Right, right, right. <laughs> he bought me coffee. Yeah. <laughs> he walked me to the train station, which is sweet. Which is yeah, it was nice. It was like it was like kind of like we we're both on the same page from what we wanted that night, and I think that's like pretty ideal too. That's good. Yeah. Um. I mean, there's other ways to meet with people, not by sleeping with them on the first date. But right, um, right. yeah, in that situation, that's what it was. Okay. So, All right. Yeah. So mine. So this was. Shortly after you broke off, um, then our friends were kind of standing around trying to figure out what their next move was. Um, and my friend Em and I were like scoping out the bar, like just so determined to, you know, accomplish this challenge. And we see two hot, also tall guys. Tall guys are also my go-to. Um, <laughs> and one of them's wearing a jean jacket and she's like, oh my God, that's your guy. And so we're kind of like circling them for a while. We're like trying to find like an inn at the bar, like, you know, sort of near them so that we can like kind of bump into them and make conversation. And we're like being like super awkward and coy for a little while. And then finally she's just like, fuck it, I'm going to do it. And like walks up to them and is like, have you met? <laughs> and I'm like trailing behind, like too nervous. So I'm sure at first, like they kind of looked around like, uh, where is she? <laughs> and then I... And so I walk up and I'm like, hey, and we start chatting. And um, so we're standing kind of in a square where I'm like further from the cute one that I want to talk to. And my friend M is like right next to him. So then her and his friend. They pair um, it, off together. It comes up that yeah. he's also from her, like the area that she grew up in. So I'm like, oh, perfect. So I take that as my cue to switch places with her, get close to Other. hot guy that I want to talk to, yeah. um, and just like start a start like a side conversation with him. So we start talking. Um, we chat for a little while, and then eventually him and his friend are leaving to go meet up with their other friends. And so he's like, oh, do you have a phone number? And I was like, okay. <laughs> so we exchanged numbers. We texted a little more throughout the day, but we didn't end up meeting up. Um, but we did text more the next day and then went on an amazing date this past weekend. That's great. So, um, yeah, so our, you know, meeting in real life did not lead to sex then or up until now, unfortunately. Hey, um, hey, it's only Tuesday. Right, right. But it did lead to an amazing first date where I was just like, oh my God, this is my soulmate. Um, full disclosure, that's almost always my impression after a good first date. <laughs> <laughs> so um, just kind of slow playing it and seeing what comes from it now. But I'm glad that we made the move and went up and said hi. Yeah. And throughout this whole challenge, I found it super difficult and to just meet people and ride. It's so hard. And I knew we talked about it being hard before we started, but like there have been so many situations that I've been in since even I had the challenge to go off of and like use it as a mental excuse of embarrassing myself in public right. and still have not done it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think we should talk about a little bit of in the situation of when you're at a bar in the social situation where they're with friends and you're with friends how to break that ice because I think that's like a a common thing for people in their 20s to go out with your group of friends and not mingle right right um so our friends are very pro going out and meeting people and like us kind of 
going away from the group. I think maybe that just could be also us as people. I think that's us. I don't think that's our friends. That's not our <laughs> friends, but they're support. It's not like my friends are like, oh my god, you left us at a bar for a guy. Like that's not our friends. Yeah, either. they're like supportive of our single game. Yeah, they're yeah. like get it. They're like okay, leave. <laughs> at one point, I was talking to this guy, and I was like, I'm here with my friends, and I look around, and none of you <laughs> could be found. Like you just like ghosted all over me. Like I I know to give me space in that moment, but it looked like I was at a bar alone. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were watching you from a distance, but we didn't want to, like, get in the way. Right. Yeah. Um, so in that case, I mean, first, have friends who are down to mingle, you know, and or will and or will support you, you know, mingling. Yeah. Um, second of all, uh, you can do the whole talking to their friends bit. Break that ice. Um, having your friend introduce you like M did for you. Right, right. Um Ask for the time. So this is something that happened to you by a guy. Oh my God. Okay. So we were like going through and planning this episode and I was counting through because I've met a lot of guys in real life. Actually, um, before we even started the podcast, I sat down and tried to make a list of all the guys I had dated since college and how I had met all of them. And like only three were from dating apps and the majority were guys I had met in real life. So yes, this was one of those many situations. Um, and in this one, I'm like at Grand Central waiting for the train and there's like a cute guy on the platform and he comes up to me and asks me what time it is. And I'm like, okay, dude, like it's fucking 2017. Like, how do you not know? Like, how do you not have a watch? How do you not have a phone? There's also like 200 clocks in Grand Central. Right, right. But, but, but (laughs) we're on the subway platform, so it's like fair game. Um, but so he asks me the time and then I can tell it's more than just, you know, that he needs Mm -hmm. a time. So he's like, oh yeah, I'm just like running late to meet my sister and like whatever. And we end up being, um, we're, we're both taking the same train uptown. So we chat on the train and, um, before we part ways, we happen to get off at the same stop. And before we part ways, he's like, oh, I would ask for your number. My phone is dead. And I was like here and gave him my phone and had him put his number in. Um, so yeah, that's one way asking for the time. Yeah. Asking questions, you know, the answer to. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. Um, another one, we both, I love this. It's smoking. Yeah. Okay. Okay, guys. Smoking is a great excuse to meet people. People, I've met some great people in smoking areas. Seriously, same. I dated a model for a little bit, and the premise of us meeting was him seeing me vaping at a bar outside and, like, came up and, like, asked me about my vape and then, like, asked if he could try it. And I was like, okay, we're hooking up tonight. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're not advocating starting a cigarette habit. But maybe a jewel. We're not. <laughs> Also not not advocating. Okay, so I'm saying go out with your friend who smokes a cigarette. Right, right. You know, I think like I don't know statistics of people who smoke cigarettes. Maybe like one in five. Right, right. Oh, there's like all these people trying to like tear it down and have us be the generation that ends it. We so get that. Do not start because of us. But if you happen to smoke already, it's a great excuse to like go outside and like ask someone for a lighter. Like that's literally like always my best luck is when I like have to you know when I either you know um conveniently lose my lighter that moment or just like genuinely don't have one and have to go talk to people um I love that you know pickup line like asking for a lighter so we actually went out for happy hour a couple months ago oh my god yeah yeah and we went to like I guess can we say the place 
I mean, I yeah, know. yeah, whatever. Okay, we went to like like the Ace Hotel, like oysters or something. Right, right. And we saw this like group of hot guys, and they were eating oysters right next to us, so kind of close. And they were leaving, and we're like, "Fuck!" We spent about like half the night talking about how fit they were, dividing which one would be for who. Right, right. We picked out our guys. Mine was the Harry Potter one with the glasses. Mine was a little more douchey looking one. Yes, it was perfect. <laughs> and they were leaving, and I was like, "Fuck!" Like we gotta do something. So you had cigarette I was like leave your lighter so we have someone watch our bags we go outside and we pretend we don't have a lighter we start talking to these guys classic move classic (laughs) unfortunately they were going to a game at MSG which we could not tag along for no and it was also like their last (laughs) night in New York and they were like from France or whatever yeah yeah so um, that didn't work out but it was at least a good way to start a conversation and we did we had a good conversation we did yeah um so the smoking way is really it's your friend. Um, and I guess, I don't know, maybe even if you don't smoke, if it's, like, nice out and you're at a place that has, like, a patio or something, like, go outside and, I don't know, I feel like once you get out of, like, the bar itself, like, people, I think, are more approachable when they're outside. So even if you don't smoke and you just start chatting with someone out on a patio, I think it's a little more, like, low-key of an environment. Mm-hmm. Um, so it may be an easier playing field. Yeah, it's true. Um, so a little harder, if you're alone... And they're alone. How do you talk to this person? Like, this is situational. So if you're in a coffee shop, if you're waiting for the subway, you're on the subway, you know, you're getting a juice, maybe you're at the gym. How do you talk to someone you know you like? Yeah, yeah. So (laughs) I think, uh, like, I can't think of specific examples where I've met guys this way, but I know I have. And in my mind, what I always, like, what I can recall myself always doing is, like, make yourself seem approachable. Start conversation with, like, if you're at a coffee shop, start conversation with the barista. Mm -hmm. And just be, like, super chatty and friendly and hope that they, like, you know, latch on to something that you say and start a conversation with you. Or um, That's good advice. At, like, a coffee shop. So when you were at that coffee shop that one time, this is the coffee shop we go to all the time. So I, like, knew the setup, and I was like, okay go a little bit past where the milk is and then reach across him and ask him, you know, or ask him to pass you the milk and just be like, oh, sorry. And then like start chatting about it. We were sitting down. Yeah. Yeah. That's tough. But if you were in line, like. (laughs) If we're in line, maybe, but like, I'm also super chatty at that coffee shop. I was having a full on conversation with one of the people that worked there and he knew, I mean, I was like pretty approachable, but I guess, I don't know. It's like that weird thing. Um, there's also like this idea I kind of loved and I've been trying to do it by carrying around like all my business cards <laughs> in like a pocket of my jacket and hoping that I can give them out if I meet someone like just like it's kind of like a whoop, there you go like, right, right. Just, like it's like a no strings it's attached. like effortless yeah. yeah here's my business it's a little maybe professional maybe a bit TMI yeah but I have done that in professional situations to hit on guys <laughs> like at like you know big like industry events or whatever like I'll meet a cute guy and then trade business cards with him and it has like on the surface the image of being professional but like there's that little bit of like a lingering too long that little bit of like a look that lets him know like I'm giving you my business card so you can email me and we can flirt over yep, email. Yeah, like you're um, both not in the system already. Right. And I have done that a few times and like had them like follow up email me. Um, most recently, it was a guy that was visiting from out of town 
And uh, he was like here on a business trip. I gave him my business card and was like, oh, if you need recommendations for where to go out in New York City, like shoot me an email. And lo and behold, he shot me an email um, and we were supposed to hang out, ended up not working out, but um, it got the conversation going. Yeah. So. That's totally true. And like, not even if you don't have a business card, like exchanging Instagrams. This actually happened to me on Friday night, which I, I didn't even tell you because I forgot. We were at some like weird fashion art event. It's me and my coworker. That's what we work in. I guess that's TMI, whatever. So um, there was like someone doing like live installation art there and I was totally vibing him. And I just like went over and started talking to him about his art as he was doing it. And I can tell he was vibing me and we exchanged inst- Instagrams. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, later that night, he slid into the DMs. Ooh, yeah. okay. Yeah, he was super cute. Um, not sure what's going to happen with that. He kind of speaks broken English. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, yeah. That kind of work, exchanging Instagram. Yeah, yeah. You know? And I think whenever you're at, like, like anything, like, work-related or whatever, like, you have an easier in because, you know, you have something in common. Right. So, like, you know, a work-related thing, like, if you see someone cute and you can, like, start a conversation with them that you're kind of in your element for, like, do it. Yeah, It's, like, that much easier. The same way that, like, meeting people through friends is, like, so much easier because you have something in common. So pounce on those opportunities. Yeah. Um, And just, like, look up to, like, also with the challenge, I was just, like, on the train, like, on the subway, and I just, like, was not using my apps as much because I was, like, aware we had this challenge. And, like, look up, you know? Like, fuck, guys. Like, we're always on our phone. I know I'm always my phone. Yeah. On, like, when I picked up Ty and came back, I was, like, on Tinder in your neighborhood. <laughs> There's some cuties in my neighborhood, so I don't blame you. Yeah, yeah. I was like less than mile radius. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> and let me tell you that seven minute walk felt so quick. But look up, you know. Yeah, and like in like hand in hand with looking up is like when you're not on your phone, you definitely seem more approachable. Yeah. Um. So we both have vacations coming up in which we're going to be alone for some part of it. And like, I'm already trying to like prime myself for, you know, meeting people when I'm by myself and I'm already like starting to realize my own bad habits, which are, you know, being on my phone, having my headphones in all the time and whatever. Um, just like looking busy and unapproachable. Yeah. And like, obviously if you look like you're too busy to talk to someone, no one's going to talk to you. So I'm just like trying to like already like see that and be aware of it. And it'll be interesting to see how it pans out. Should we talk I'm about holiday? Doing it. Now yeah. you mentioned it, because yeah. it's going to change the podcast a little. It, it will. For temporarily, um, for a bit. So we are going, we're both doing trips to Europe, and we're going to meet up in Amsterdam. Right. So we're both going to be um, on solo segments of our trips for a little bit, mm-hmm. and then we're meeting at the end in Amsterdam, and hopefully recording an episode there. Yeah. So that should be a good baked 420 blaze it fun episode (laughs) it'll be super fun um and also in our solo time we're going to be using a couple different travel apps so if you have any that you've used like feel free to like add us on twitter and tell us which ones are good because we've i've been doing some research um there's also you know like tinder plus or premium or whatever that you can like change location so we'll be meeting people via apps meeting people IRL and then and should we tell should we tell our listeners where we're going so yeah. they can recommend so I'm specifics. going to uh, Barcelona and London uh, and Amsterdam 
Right. Yeah. So I'm going to Paris, Copenhagen, and then Amsterdam. So Paris and Copenhagen are the two that I would want solo app recommendations. So if you guys have used dating apps in either of those places, know what the good ones are. Um, I read something saying that Tinder is still pretty big in France, so... I plan to use that, but if you have any others, I'm super open to them. Yeah, it's going to be a super fun series of episodes. We're going to do as many as we can about the experiences, and we're going to have some special guests uh, as well to give their kind of um, kind of their perspective on different lives that people are living at the at this point. So you'll have some new guests, you'll have some new content. We'll be in fucking Europe, bitch. Yeah, like. <laughs> probably be stoned. Um, It'll yeah. be a lot of fun. Yeah, we're so excited to share that. I can't believe it was like next week this is happening. Like <sighs> next we, week for you. I still have two weeks till I go. Oh, sorry. <laughs> it's fine. Um, okay, so rounding up. Oh wait, okay, rounding up the how do you meet people when you're alone? I love this story, but like meeting people in Uber Pool, which <gasps> has happened to you twice. Yes, yes. Okay, so when I when I moved into my first place in Brooklyn, um, I was taking. Uber pools all the time because most of my friends didn't live in Brooklyn yet. So I was like always going to the city and I couldn't afford to like constantly take a fucking $30 Uber by myself. So on two separate occasions, I met two like gorgeous guys in Uber pools. So one of them, um, I was heading to like somewhere downtown and I took an Uber pool and picked up this cute guy like around the corner from me. Um, and he was going to like the Lower East Side. So he gets in, I make sure to like be chatty and like, oh, mm-hmm. hey, how's it going? How's your night? What, what are you up to? And just like make conversation. Um, Cause instantly like my hot guy radar went off and I was like, I'm not gonna sit here in silence and then awkwardly try to start something 20 minutes in. So we chatted the whole way to his destination. And then as he's getting out, he stops and he's like, would it be weird if I asked you for your number right now? And I was like, nope, took his phone from his hand, put my number in. We chatted for a little bit. Um, We kept trying to meet up and it never really panned out, but it could have. (laughs) (laughs) It totally could have. Um, And then the other one. Okay, so this is my favorite of the of the two stories. So I'm pre-gaming with my best friend at my place. Um, I had just like broken up with some guys. So we're like having like a, you know, fun rebound night out. Um, we're pre-gaming. We order an Uber pool to somewhere like 10, 15 minutes away, pretty close. And we get in and there's this Australian guy and girl in the Uber pool and their brother and sister visiting. It's their second to last night in, um, in Brooklyn. And so we're chatting with them, like asking them where they've gone, what they've done so far, um, what they're going to do for the rest of their trip and everything, where they're going that night. And by the time we like get into like good conversation with them, we're like around the corner from our destination. We round the corner and we see a massive line and we're just like, oh my God, this sucks. And they were like, fuck that. Come to our place with us. Like they're the out of towners and they're like, fuck your stupid place with your long line. Like come to our spot. (laughs) Fuck your Brooklyn hype. Yeah. So we like go two blocks down to the place that they're going to. And we're like, all right, fuck it. So we get out of the Uber with them. Um, We go to this like cool little like honky tonk bar and we're like, we're all like taking shots and like swinging you know, drinks back and like having a great time dancing with them. We ended up bouncing around to like two or three other spots. Um, I exchanged numbers with a cute Australian guy. Um, and it was a great night. And then he actually was back in New York a few months later. Did he hit you up? Yeah. 
He, oh, wait, wait, sorry. He moved to New York a few months oh, later. Shit. I forgot that part because um, our, our time together after that wasn't very long, you know, it was a little short-lived. But, yeah, we went out a few times. We slept together for a little while. Um, and he was awesome. I don't know why things didn't work out. <laughs> I think I just stopped texting him. That's what the podcast is here for. Reflection. Yeah. Telling stories. Right, right. Regrets, non-regrets. That's like a great Uber pool story. But yeah, for sure. yeah, it was good. So yeah, if you're in Uber pool, okay, first off, take Uber pools if you're by yourself and you're not in a huge hurry because you may meet a yeah. cute guy. Especially if you're in your 20s. I, when I used to live in Philly, I just took Uber pools like all the time, everywhere. It's like only an extra 10 or 15 minutes. If you're not in a rush, pool it. And like the people are always around your age. Like at least I found that. Yeah, and I was like, it's so true. Especially like if you're going somewhere that's not too far from your current neighborhood or you're going like from one popping neighborhood to another, like you're going to meet someone cute along the way on a Saturday night. Yeah. So take Uber pools. And if you're in an Uber pool, immediately say hi mm. and start conversation. Don't like wait till 20 minutes in and then be like, Oh my God, how do I say hi to this cute guy who just got in right. half an hour ago? We are not sponsored by Uber. Uh, <laughs> fuck goals though. That would be awesome. <laughs> Uber vouchers for every listener. No. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. We can't offer that. <laughs> um, okay. The last one is the random compliment. Which, like, I mean, people love compliments. I feel like that's kind of, like, a good go-to. Just, like, complimenting someone on their outfit or their hair or, like, whatever. Right, okay, but here's the downside is that it's fucking 2018. Every female in the city has been catcalled more than once. So you have to be careful with the way that you're approaching a random compliment so that it doesn't seem like a catcall and it seems like you actually want to have a conversation with them. Yeah. So... The scenario that I was in, um, we actually talked about this a few episodes ago for any of any of you who might remember. I are um, diehard listeners. Right. I was at Union Square Station. I'm like walking to a date, actually, a Tinder date. Um, and some guy comes up to me and starts talking. And I've got my headphones and I take them out and I'm like, what? And I'm like half thinking he's like about to try to sell me something. I'm like getting ready to just like shoo him away. Like where are the pamphlets? And right, right. I'm like <laughs> looking around, like, am I being punked? And like, he's just like, hi, like, and I'm like, what? And he's like, I just wanted to say hello. Like, you're so beautiful. I wanted to say hi. Um, and I'm like, are you, I'm like, you're not from here, are you? I could like hear an accent. Um, and he was like. He's like, no, I'm visiting. I'm from here or whatever. And I'm in town for a few more days. I would love to take you out for coffee. Um, so reluctantly, I'm just like, okay, sure. So I give him my number. We meet up a few days later. We have not coffee, but dinner and then drinks. Um, and then end up back at my place and have like the best sex of my life. This so. is this guy. But um, yeah. Okay, so random compliment worked in that situation and I think I think if you're you know a female a woman you can get away with doing this more than guys so compliment the random guy you find cute on his enamel pin on his jacket who knows where that could lead I know yeah. it's terrifying and I can't even say that we've done better right now but like this is what we can this is what we can give yeah I'm trying to think and other than like drunkenly like having the confidence to like hit on a guy at a bar I don't think I've ever, like, just casually complimented a guy. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> stay tuned. I will <laughs> soon, maybe. Um, we can't talk about hooking up um, or, like, meeting people in real life in that in that regard. 
without talking about like friends of friends and coworkers and like your circles, right? Yeah. So I think that's like a, also a good way to meet people is like by broadening your circles and kind of hanging out with the people and other people's friends more often. Yeah. So um, recently I hung out, I mean, I hang out with my coworker a lot. But recently I got introduced to his roommates. Uh, <laughs> Ella's laughing because she's like met my coworker, my said coworker and said roommates. Yeah. Um, as well. <laughs> but yeah, so I went out with my coworker on Friday and I ended up hooking up with one of his roommates. So that happened. And uh, yeah, it's another way of meeting someone. And I think that's always like the easiest way to meet someone in real life. Like again, going back to like, you know, how it's easy to meet someone like through work. Like it's super easy to meet someone through their friends because you have that mutual friend in common. You have like already things to talk about, like whether it's, you know, ragging on your mutual friend. Um, It's true. I mean, that's like the best way to do it. Yeah. Um, And you know what? I would always ask said mutual friend, like, is this okay? Am I ruining friendships or whatever? Right, right. Um, and I did. I took my, my coworker aside and I was like, hey, is this like cool? Like, he's like, yeah, totally. Like, I don't care. Borrow my contact case. Like, <laughs> stay over. So it's always like cool to check in with your friend, make sure like everything's like yeah, kosher. Yeah, definitely make sure you're not like invading on any like weird territory. Yeah, there could be like weird friend overlap and like maybe their friend is in love with that friend like you don't know what you're getting yeah, into yeah so yeah um I mean that hookup was like not notable enough to really talk about so I won't but that's <laughs> one way to yeah um find people just yeah. like being open to like other friend groups as well not just like sticking your own friends and the friends you've hung out with forever you know new experiences new bars new neighborhoods yeah oh my god like if there's like one thing I, I- can't preach enough in the meeting people in real life like you kind of need to step out of your comfort zone yeah for sure you need to either like extend your friend circle or like go to a new neighborhood yeah like just do something that you wouldn't normally do and you'll be surprised at how well it'll turn out that's true so guys if you have any other ways that you've met people in real life um any stories that you want to share with us um, go to our website, notyourgirlfriendspodcast.com. Leave us a voicemail or just submit a question or a comment or whatever. If you have um, app advice for us in our travels, we'd love to hear that too. Uh, yeah. And any stories, any, you know, yeah, advice. You said it all. Yeah. You did good. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we uh, look forward to your to you sliding in our DMs with your deepest, darkest secrets. Yeah. Um, Stay tuned. And thanks for listening. This is B. This is L. Bye, guys. Bye.